Hello, and welcome to the Just Justice podcast, and to the final episode of this mini-series regarding race and the justice system in America. So far, we've looked at a history of inequality in America, and how it has led to where we are today, as well as looking at the last year or so of the new movement of social justice and civil rights in America, which brings us to the future, and finding some solutions to the inequalities and injustices still present in the legal injustice system. One of the most glaring inequalities which has received the most attention by activists and those fighting for change is demanding justice in the police system. Now, it's no wonder why this has received so much attention and calls for change. After all, it was the poor and cruel policies of some police officers who have caused many of these examples of brutality and injustice today. So what is there to be done about the poor practices of police officers? Defunding them. While this has been repeated over and over again by activists and those demanding change, it's the best course of action in my opinion. Police departments have been historically racist and responsible for enforcing racist policies, particularly in the South, with many slave catchers forming the first police forces which instituted racial terrorism and inequalities against freed slaves and African Americans. And while some changes have been implemented, such as implementing more diversity in the police force and programs to stop racial bias, there have still been examples of blatant overuse of force against people of color. Another reason why defunding the police would be a step in the right direction it was it would mean funds would go to places and people that learn how to handle situations police aren't trained to handle. Police have been used to deal with a multitude of societal issues, homelessness, drug usage problems, mental illness, domestic disputes, and many other tough situations. So by defunding the police, departments specialized and trained in handling these issues can receive these funds and handle these situations better and solve them, creating better change for all. The next system that is in need of reform is the prison system. I've already talked about this topic and it's important to talk about it again, as this is one system that needs to be reformed and fast. The prison industrial complex, the system which has monetized mass incarceration and the suffering of many people, has stood in America for decades and has only gotten stronger. With many people in, While many people in prison do deserve to be taught a lesson and learn the error of the waves, they certainly do not need to be subjected to these conditions in many prisons. According to YouTube channel Kurzagaisak, the, world, the United States has 5% of the world's population, but 25% of the world's prison population, largely due to the harsh punishments and mandatory minimums. Minorities suffer this because of this especially. African Americans make up 40% of all U.S. prison inmates. And while white kids are more likely to abuse drugs, black kids are 10 times more likely to get arrested for drug offenses. End quote. Harsh and overused punishments, such as solitary confinement and labor, have contributed to the prison industrial complex, as well as to the suffering of prison inmates, many of which suffering from mental illness after leaving prison. In the book Just Mercy, one of the real-life characters, Walter McMillan, suffered from nightmares from his experiences on death row and seeing fellow inmates leave to be executed. Recidivism is also a massive problem in the United States when it comes to the prison system. With two in three people who have been incarcerating be rearrested and 50% being sent back to prison, according to HealthyPeople.gov. So how can we create a more humane and better prisons that, re- that prioritize rehabilitation over punishment? Well, I want to take a look at the country that is undoubtedly the best prisons in the world, Norway. For the past few years, Norway has been on a path to creating more humane and welcoming prisons. The shining example being Halden Prison in Halden, Norway. While the main focus is to have inmates learn from their mistakes and not repeat them, the prison from the inside looks like an apartment complex or a five-star hotel, with cells having televisions, bathrooms, open windows to, with views to nature and the surrounding forest. The prison also provides 
educational, culinary, musical, and physical activities for prisoners to free leaders, and is paid and they are paid fifty three kroner a day, six thirty six dollars and thirty cents in U.S. dollars. Prison guards and staff are also trained differently, attending a two-year college-level course to help educate them on humane treatment of incarcerated individuals, according to The Guardian. All across Norway, prisons like these hold people who have done wrong but actually help them, with Norway having one of the lowest prison populations in the world, with only 2,905 people incarcerated at the moment, in comparison to the United States, with over 2 million current people currently serving time, according to World Prison Brief. This example of humane treatment of prisoners shows firsthand that change is needed to help bring down the U.S. prison population. Along with that, it will create better lives for formerly incarcerated individuals, allowing them to grow from their previous wrongdoings, as shown by the prison and justice system in Norway. By instituting these two major changes to the justice system, we can start to see major changes in America. Changes that will benefit all people regardless of race, gender, sexuality, socioeconomic status, or other factors. By changing police and prison system, so much human misery could be eliminated. And by working together as a united people, we could end the inequalities of the justice system. That's it for that's it here for now on the Just Justice Podcast. And thank you for listening.